You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon to you. Happy Friday. Beautiful Friday. A beautiful Friday. Bayside, how are we doing? How's life? How's the week been? I'm loving this weather. How are you going in lockdown, the extended lockdown? Is what that still happening? at this point? I would I say a sequel, but we've had so many. We're almost had that many lockdowns that we're almost at um, Fast and the Furious level. It's just normality. It's it just, really is, you know, lockdown has permanently became a part of our vocabulary. That's it. But hey, we hope you are keeping well and enjoying this beautiful sunshine all over the weekend as well. It's going to be nice. So It's good. We can't complain, can we? I am not complaining in the slightest. No, how are you, my friend? Pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. You've aged since then. Happy birthday, Bianco. I have aged. I'm older. I feel very old. How's the new year, era, I was going to say, year treating you so far? It's not bad. <laughs> Okay, he hasn't changed, guys. And you know what? Would we want him to? Maybe. Anyway, oh. you can get in contact with us. Okay, that was the nicest thing you've ever said yeah. to me. Anyway, let us know what you're getting up to this weekend, Bayside. 0404 736. I'd love to hear from you. There was some interesting news come out in the last 24 hours, and it involves a, a person from a particular type of religion. I'm speaking of they generally bald and wear an orange robe. They're called monks. Monks. Okay. Monks, then. We'll go with that. You're, th- you're confusing um, Sophie Monk and the way that people also incorrectly say monk. Okay. But anyway, please what? continue. So anyway, this individual. <laughs> this is... Uh, of I the, love him so much. The Buddhist religion. Mm-hmm. Has been disgraced. What? Yes. This one person, not the whole Buddhist religion. Okay. Anyway, he's he's been disgraced because he apparently broke a vow of celibacy and had an affair with a woman, which is frowned upon Uh in this particular religion for the people that uh, spelt (laughs) M-O-N-K. So anyway, just when you thought, you know, couldn't get any worse, cheated on his religion with a woman. Uh, spotted in a place that's not safe for work. Oh, no. A place that, well, I mean, various different people explore to every now and then. 18 plus, generally speaking. Yes. Let's just go with an adult entertainment complex. That is where this Buddhist man found himself. I mean... I don't know about you, but that's unheard of. <laughs> I've never Look, heard mean, of it before. It's an interesting way to utilize time off, that's for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. Anyway, I want to know when you found somebody in the strangest place, the strangest moment of Ooh, time. Oh, I like this because one I know here. I know that this isn't an isolated story. Like it could have been your local priest at the bottle shop. I'm just saying. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a religious person. Could be anybody. Could be a doctor. I can tell you, I ran into, and this is pretty recently, I ran into an old high school teacher in a um, over 18 beverage shop, to put it that way. <laughs> and she remembered me because I'd been working there for something else. 
I remembered her. We both looked at each other. And let's just say she had a considerable lot more in her hands than what I did. And we both looked at each other and we're like, I won't tell if you don't tell. And then we wished them all, I wished her all the best. And then we cleared off and went different way. But it was very weird. Yeah. Like I'm talking like a very, very full trolley. <laughs> I once saw my year seven geography teacher do a U-turn in a place he wasn't supposed to in my in our local area. Mm. Like, I didn't even know that he lived in the area. I thought he lived more local to where yeah. high school was. But uh, no, it wasn't the case. There you go. Well, that just reminds me. <laughs> my family car nearly got T-boned by my fill-in maths teacher. Oh, what? She nearly smashed. And I was in the front um, passenger seat. And she nearly smashed straight into me. That was a very awkward Monday at school. <laughs> Because, you know, obviously if someone slams into your car, the horn is used. I then realized it was this person. And, um, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't good. I feel like it's any it's awkward any time you see somebody from school, though. Like I'm talking like a teacher or like an admin person or something. Teacher's aide, even. Over the years, I'm talking. Yeah. You know? Even more so now that we're outside of school. We haven't been in the school system for a long time. Okay, good on you for saying that. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it like I'm proud of it. You know, adulthood has... Do you, do you want to hear a really depressing thing? No, my, not really. My brother told me, hello, Josh, if you're listening, the other day, he looked at me. This is just, we're having dinner. Like, this isn't even like a proper conversation. It was very casual. And he said, talking about something else. You're old. He looked across the table at me and he said, you do realize that you were closer to being a middle-aged woman than you are a teenager. Well, can I just say on that, Excuse on the myself topic on the table. Of, of being old, right? I Careful had... <laughs> here. Careful, because you are the youngest one in this room. Not by much. Still. We're all very close. I like the banana splits. One banana, two banana, three banana, one age, a little higher, and then a little higher again. Oh, that's a very complicated little analogy there. Work that one out, you mathematicians. It's split, I can tell you. <laughs> the amount of people that said to me, you're halfway to 50, I'll ah, be fine. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear that I'm halfway to 50. No. Okay. I know what age I turned. I know I'm on the back end of my 20s now. I don't want to know about it. Anyway, 0404-000-736, the strangest place you've been at the strangest time. Have you noticed that every, it's almost getting to the point every show we have some sort of like spiral and every show is just getting closer to the start? So at least we've gotten it out the way now. No more spiraling for the rest of the show. Paul, <laughs> I just heard a noise. It sounded a bit funny. I'm sure I wasn't the only one. <laughs> it's time to put a poll up. I think we'll no, get the poll. No poll. Isaiah Fibros is blame on me. What is the most you have spent on your pet? Now, a couple over in the UK went real big to celebrate their English Bulldog's birthday, who was turning nine, which some would argue is a birthday, but is it a big birthday? Geez, they're a different breed, aren't they? Oh, they are, aren't they? <laughs> Very um nasally, the English Bulldog. <laughs> Anyway, enough of that. My best British Bulldog attempt. Best is a bit of a stretch. Anyway, um, but they have gone to the extreme, Bianco, of spending £3,000, which is 5,644 Australian dollars for those playing along at home. And how they have spent this money is something truly to be marvelled because not only have they thrown a party for this dog, they've also hired a boat. 
and shot a music video. Oh, I thought for you were going to say birthday. organized its funeral because it died. Okay, what is it with you and dead pets? I'm telling you. No, no, I, I, it just <laughs> continues to be a problem. I was not going to go down that path, but I just thought there's got to be a plot twist here somewhere. Don't tell me they've invested all this no. money for a celebration. Next thing you know, it's a memorial. No, they've hired a boat to film a music video of the dog. Very stepbrother chic. That's the sort of vein that my mind went to straight away. But I want to know, what is the most expensive thing that you have spent or bought for your dog? Because only this week in Melbourne, um, someone launched a tracksuit for Italian greyhounds retailing $100. And people thought that was a bit of a stretch, but 3,000 pounds. See, dog breeds, you know. I know we're talking about British Bulldogs, but you mentioned Italian greyhounds. Does anybody actually know what the significant difference is between a regular greyhound and an Italian greyhound? Yes, they're smaller. Italian greyhounds are a bit smaller. Okay. So I am from the greyhound background. That is where I grew up. I grew up with greyhounds. And I can tell you a greyhound is the big dog. You've then got the whippet, which is a smaller version. It's a little snippet. And then you've got the Italian greyhound, which is so little and skinny and cute. And that's Mm. the three stages. Whippets aren't cute. (gasps) How dare you? I want a whippet. I'm sorry. I, look, I, I, don't, I can tolerate them. I'm, I'm a dog person, so I don't really dislike any dogs, so but to speak. Can I ask, though, if you don't like the Whippet, do you like the Italian Greyhound and the Greyhound? Except for ones that aren't cleaned after. That's a bit, that's a different story. Yeah. No, just not a, I don't really like Greyhounds as much. They're lower in, oh, on my table. I've already got it planned out. I am getting a Greyhound named Denzel. And it's going to be amazing. Why Denzel? Because I just like the name Denzel. I have told you, Nor- I started with Norman. Every dog I have to have is like an old-timey. No, like, Denzel's not old-timey. It is Denzel. And also no. my granddad that bred Greyhounds was Denzel. But I like Denzel because it gives it a bit of pizzazz. No. Greyhounds are the best, honestly. <laughs> They're so big. No, see, if you're going for that older vibe, I'd expect you to go for like Gerald. No. Something along those lines. Um, I've also liked the idea of um, William for a dog. Willie. Come yeah. here, boy. Willie. Here, Willie. Good Willie. Yeah, that's that's all right, I suppose. Yeah. How much have you spent on Fufu? Well, I personally haven't spent a cent. Because I know for a fact that your dog has a very bougie collar. Well, she does, yeah, but I didn't pay for that no. collar. That was something my mother did. Yes. Because my mother, of course, just like I do, likes her very much. Loves very the dog. bougie collar. See, Norman has a um, onesie of a very popular um, sleepwear branch. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, the name has two male first names as the okay. name. Well, um, it's a dinosaur when, and it says Little Monster on it. When it's would, very would, cute. Uh, when you could travel to the Gold Coast, we. <laughs> We'd go fly up as a family, of course, but we'd always bring something back for Fifi because... That's so cute. <laughs> well, because where we stayed, mm. there was a little shopping centre. And in that shopping centre, they had a shop specifically for dogs. So, because there's a lot of sort of fancy dogs that used to sort of, well, reside in the area that we stayed, which is why they had this fancy shop mm-hmm. for those and for the people that brought their pets. We did bring Fifi. She's never been interstate. She well, just gets a souvenir. Sorry, I have to take that comment back as soon as I've said it because she came from interstate. <laughs> I said she never, never gone interstate. She has. She crossed that border once, and it. And she decided never again. Yeah. Once she became a Victorian, she stayed a Victorian. Yeah. 
Anyway, let us know, Bayside, 0404000736. What is the most you've spent on your pet without um, vet bills? Because, my gosh, they're expensive. Okay. On this Friday, I like feel-good Friday stories. Me too. There's none better than what's unfolded. Another story in the last 24 hours about a cleaner. I don't know if you've heard this story. But, of course, a lot of people are heavily invested in, well... Let's just say a form of gambling. Yep. And this form of gambling, if you are one in a million, every now and then delivers. And it couldn't have happened to a nicer person on this occasion. This cleaner who lives in North Melbourne had lost their job during lockdown. And the reason they'd become a cleaner is because they lost their job and they had nothing else to do to earn a living. Anyway... Bought a ticket in the lottery mm-hmm. online and uh, won a fair amount of money. Yeah, but have you heard the latest? What? There might be some issues with the paperwork. They didn't fill it in properly. Sorry, what? So it's like in debate, it's pending whether or not they've actually won it. I really hate to bring a story down like this. I know it's meant to be a feel-good story, but yeah, that's the latest. I didn't read that. Yeah. Of course, Campbell responsibly. Also, fill out your paperwork responsibly. Oh, there's a lot of people not doing that lately. It's just rather unfortunate. Yes. But yeah, I'm sorry to bring you down like that, but yeah, that's the latest. I was just going to go out there and say there's hope for everybody after that, but if he hasn't filled out, or if they haven't filled out, I believe it was a he, I think, or maybe it's a she. But it was $80 million, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I wasn't going to bring up the price. No, but we we need to put it into perspective. It's not like it was, you know, a couple of dollars. No. Like, that is a lot of millions to lose. It's a couple of tens of millions. What would you do with $80 million? You have to put some to charity. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, if you don't put it to charity, it's just very selfish, I would have thought. Yeah. And give it to your family. Spread it amongst your family. Don't be, like, you know, okay, maybe buy the Lamborghini, buy a house somewhere. You'd really buy a Lambo. No, it was just the first thing that came to my mind. I'm more of a Ferrari man, personally. If I had to go for the rich kind of car... Like, my dream has always been to own a Ferrari. See, I am, I, it's totally lost on me, those really expensive cars. Like, I drive on Beach Road a lot. And when I see those oh, cars. Guys, I hate to brag, but do you know what I do with my life? I drive on Beach Road a lot. No, but what I'm saying is when I'm on Beach Road and I see these cars, no, 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 but hang which on, is but... so low to the ground, it's like someone shrunk one. When I don't I'm, know how... I don't see the appeal. It looks like Batman's on his way. But when I'm on beach... Hey, speaking of Batman, did you hear the news about Robin? No. After many years, Robin's came out as a bisexual. Good on Robin. I, it took me a long time to figure out who you were talking about. I was mostly here. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Robin doesn't get any of the credit. I feel, I feel Robin's pain, actually. A bit like me in this radio duo. No, I was going to say me in this radio duo. <laughs> Well, I mean, I do all the heavy lifting here. Oh, Producer Jack on the mic, please. <laughs> You're You're the the only pers- I've got to wait for him to actually remember how to move a microphone correctly. <laughs> He's done that. You're the person on this show that um hasn't got your name in the title. No. Who's Batman? Who's Robin? Uh, yeah, that would be Catherine. Catherine, Catherine there you go. Catherine will be, will be Batman and uh, Carl will be Robin. There you go. I'm sorry, what? Catherine will be Batman. You will be Robin. Get out. No. Well, your mic's coming off. That's, wow. That's probably the worst thing he's ever said And I here. think after saying Actually, that, no, Jack I'll... is the Joker. <laughs> no. Try the penguin. What's the penguin? 
Have you seen the penguin? I haven't seen any superhero oh, things ever. The penguin dies a painful death. <laughs> he gets frozen. And he gets eaten by his fellow penguins. Well, that's in one of the Batmans, anyway. Oh my gosh. If you take away anything from the show today, the penguin dies a painful death. <laughs> no, actually, I want to know, for what reason do you say that Catherine is more Batman and I'm Robin? I'd like to know. I'd like to hear your explanation, please. Well, I'm not going to give you that now because you've just you've just wished no, a, no. a painful death on me. No, I haven't. I just said, and you are the penguin for the sake of a laugh. Okay. Well, she's got control of this duo. And so, that's just that's where I come up with it. This is news to Looking me. at your clock there, buddy? What's I, going on? I don't know how... Context, please. What do you mean context? Further context of what you've just said. Well, Catherine has control of this team. And so, that's why I say that she oh, is Batman. Oh, she is Batman. Let's go to a break. This is Courtney Barnett. I... Saw a really lovely story last night, and I just thought we needed to share. Seeing as I completely just shot all the momentum out of your Good Friday feeling you know segment. What's, um, funny, what you just said there. I was thinking you were going to say I saw a UFO and nobody believed me. You know what? If any, if anyone that was to happen to, it would be me, wouldn't it? You probably would. Get You've abducted. seen a lot of things in your time. Yeah, I know. Anyway, this is one that I love now. This week, very sadly, it was the seventh anniversary of the passing of comedy great Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you have seen this story, Bianco, but somebody has decided to come out to honour Robin on his anniversary by telling a little anecdote about the time that he actually won a competition and was able to um, be Robin's pen pal for a year. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I'm going to just read this out because it just speaks to itself. So get ready for this. So... This person who prefers to remain anonymous said, as a kid, I was one of the 10 winners for a sweepstakes to be a pen pal of Robin for a year. I was stoked and I was eight or nine years old. My brother and sister told me it probably wasn't going to be him, just a publicist or an intern, and I didn't care. My family went to Disney that summer and I wrote a letter while in the car and was determined to give it to the genie because I was convinced he was always playing in the costume and wanted to hand deliver at least one. Well, of all coincidences in the world, Robin actually was there signing autographs. I was ecstatic, literally jumping for joy while I was in the line. We get to him and I'm rambling, just like I am at the moment, telling him how I was a winner and about the letter and yada, yada, yada. And he looks at me and just goes, Kyle, with a massive grin, he opens his coat and pulls out my letter from a month prior that was with a few others. Apparently, he kept all the letters on him while on the road to help cheer himself up. Isn't that amazing? It is. It really is. So it had me thinking, pen pals. Uh, I had one. Really? And, and it was topical too because we've just come out of the Olympics. I've told yeah. you this story off here. I've never said it on air. During the 2004 Athens Games, mm-hmm. I was a young, what was I, eight-year-old, I think I was, seven or eight-year-old, year two-year-old. Year two-year-old. Year two-year-old. <laughs> wow. And that's why you're Robin. <laughs> And, I and I'm rubbing it in. And that was a year two, you old. Anyway, I was in year two, and I still to this day don't know whether or not it was a genuine response from him or whether it was just one of my teachers mm. that just decided to do a funny, you know, job and send it my way and to the rest of the children's way at the time. Anyway, I sent a letter to Ian Thorpe because he was an idol. Like, he was he just... still is an idol. But back then, even more so for me, like, you know. 
I was just like Ian Thorpe, the torpedo. He was everywhere. He had his own water at one point. It was just, he was, and he still is an Australian legend. Yeah. But back then, like, because of how many medals he was winning, and he was just awesome. I wrote him a letter, and I said, you know, when you won gold, I was on the edge of my couch, you know, screaming my head off or something like that. And when I got a letter back, it said, to Carl, the guy who screamed his head off. Really? Legit. Attention to detail. Stop. I don't know where that letter is. That's Thorpey. Unfortunately. You need to find that letter. I might reach out to him and ask it whether or not he actually did. <gasps> Could we please, letter. Producer Jack, write this down? We're going to do what this kid did with Robin Williams. You oh, and Thorpey. <laughs> you and Thorpey. And Thorpey will remember the kid I don't that screamed so. his head off. He's probably got it framed somewhere nah, in his house. Wouldn't have thought so. You never know. This but, kid got told that, and that was Robin Williams. That was the one instance where I can remember I wrote a letter to somebody of note mm-hmm. and got one back. But to this day, and lately I've been doing some reminiscing and thinking, I don't know whether or not it actually genuinely was him that responded. Oh, See, I used to, every week, I used to love Saturday Disney, which used to be on the Seven Network. Yeah. And they, um, I discovered, very painfully played very hard to get because I used to write to them all the time and there was only one time I ever heard back from them. And instead of a letter... Got a signed postcard. Oh. And it just sort of hurt me a little bit. Yeah, it would. You know? Like, because they were, like, my favourites of all favourites. Well, I mean, if we're talking about wins over the years, with the same network, mm. they ran a promo, thanks to a fast food agency, during their football coverage for Tweet of the Night. Oh. And I tweeted something, and Bruce McAvaney read it out. Oh, that's a win. And said, this is our tweet of the night. It was about a player who'd just started their career, and I was very encouraging with my words. It landed me a nice little prize. Oh, nice. Which was very nice for the time. Yeah. And useful. Well, there you go. I want to know your pen pal stories, Bayside. 404 Or I'd also like to know... If you know Thorpey, oh. let us know. I would love to meet Thorpey. I was a fan of him in the pool, but his work on Australia's Next Top Model, top tier. Yeah, Amazing. Ma. Most years when we're down at the Australia Day Swim doing the outside broadcast, Michael Klim a lot of the time's down there. I know, but we want Thorpey too. Klim is as good as Klim's Thorpey. awesome. I used to do swimming lessons at Klim Swim. Mm, back in the day mm. when it was a thing. It's not a thing anymore. No, I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. It's Thorpey, call us. <laughs> Misha, made for silence. Carl and Catherine, hopefully not bringing you silence, too much silence. I was going to say, I think that pronunciation was um, made for silence. Was it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Misha. Anyway, speaking of silence, I've actually decided to be a bit more silent on social media because I've had another mishap. What have you done now? This is very bad. Hang on, can we just go off the back of a couple of weeks ago, you (laughs) said some... um, to Tigers fans, some, some pretty controversial some, things. Some fruity things that were, well, not taken well by some. No, essentially telling them to give up on this year. Didn't go down well. But I've redeemed myself lately because there's been a lot of reminiscing to the year 2017 where we had our breakthrough year. Well, the premiership for the first time in 32 years, but, you know, that's in the past. But not... now you've gotten yourself into another scandal. Yeah, but it doesn't involve that this time around. What have you done now? Look, I don't know if you've noticed this, but on the book of face, mm-hmm. if you're not careful when you go to share something, you can actually put it on your 
That story. You've done this before too. No, the last time. Well, actually, you have. You had yeah. your ScoMo political campaign on once upon a time. That was when I was half asleep. You know, when you look at your phone <laughs> when you're half asleep, you should never do that. No, not advisable. No, because when you do, a lot of the time you end up putting something on your. Because I got angry reacts. <laughs> I got angry reacts to what I did a few <laughs> a few months ago. They were angry reacting to ScoMo. Yeah. That's a no-go from now on. I'm not sharing it. No. Even if I didn't mean it. So anyway, I didn't mean what I did yep. in this instance. I I shared a comedian's post, but this was sort of a very touchy topic. Uh-uh. So I shared it with a colleague of mine thinking I only sent it to him. Oh, gosh. Anyway, all of a sudden, I got this notification saying people are viewing your story. Oh, Carl. So I had at least twenty odd people view what I'd shared. On a scale of one to ten, how bad was oh, it? Oh, very bad. I'm talking like eight and a half out of ten bad. And I know I apologise to those twenty people that saw it. Like it's just, it's not okay. Like I mean, the person who posted it yeah. was it was for comedic purposes. And if you, you know, are, are a fan of that kind of humour, you could see the funny side to it. But I also, it also would have offended a particular kind of community that I wasn't intentionally okay. wanting to offend. And I have never had any intention of offending. So anyway, as soon as I realized, I did the thing that you do when you realize that you've mucked up and quickly got rid of it. Like, How long was it up for? <laughs> at least an hour and a half. Oh, no. But it was during the day. It wasn't a peak time. Oh, it wasn't okay. peak That's morning That's or good. peak afternoon, evening, even yes. maybe night. Yeah. I think I got away with Like, you guys didn't see it, did you? I didn't, know. Did you see it? No? Okay. I'm getting two nods to say that they didn't see it, so that's good. Anyway. As for the 20 people. As, as I said, I deeply apologize because to some it would have been offensive. To others, they may have gotten a laugh out of it. It was a video, a short video, and it made me laugh, which is why I sent it to a colleague. But, you know. At least I didn't send it to everybody in my workplace. That would have been very bad. Because you hear of stories going wrong, and when that happens, it is going wrong. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry that that's ever happened to you, if it has. Well, I don't want to um put any social media um, like bad luck onto you, Bianco. Oh, please. But, you probably are now. But they do say that bad luck comes in threes. So you've had two online scandals. Oh, no. I've had enough scandals online now. I think you need to really be careful, because I feel like the third one will be worse. Oh, I feel like that was the third one. See, I also... There must have been something in the water this week, because I had a very early start a couple of days this week, and was very tired, and I did a very similar thing. But instead of putting it on my story, um, I accidentally DM'd the owner of an Insta story that I was going to share, actually, with this team. <laughs> By accident. I did remember that happening during the week. Yeah. So um, I feel your pain. I think yours sounds a little bit worse because I was able to cover my tracks up a bit better and they're too famous to look at it anyway. <laughs> so that worked out well. They probably still did. But um, yeah, stay off social media. Mm, well, the same people you're talking about, they viewed something I said and left me on scene. So, you know, oh, that's, that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> There's something I need to get off my chest. Oh, here we go. I've just realised is actually... Wow, a little concerning that we still do it in our lives sometimes. And I'm kind of almost borderline doing it right now. I'm talking about the creepiness of whispering. Ooh, okay. Because I was doing a scroll on the socials the other day, and then all of a sudden, I've got like, well, not a bit of a remix music, but 
the waves. I would personally have a bit of <laughs> techno behind it, but it wasn't. I've I've come across. I've yeah, come, good luck bouncing back for this one, buddy. That sounded good. I've come across. No, not that. A man who has an app that you can download. It's been downloaded a lot, right? Where what he does is he has like waves. Oh, no. And he whispers and he says, Count sheep. One little sheep. Two sheep. Now you're feeling sleepy. No, I feel like I'm about to get stabbed. Five sheep. That is awful. Sheep not working for you. Let's turn to the clouds. One calculus cloud. Is that a word? Calculus? I think it's a calculus cloud. Calculus cloud? What does it do? Rain maths? It's cuculus? I don't know. It starts with C. Second cloud. There's three clouds. Ah, no, that's a sheep. Got confused. Oh, oh, going from the clouds to the sheeps to the clouds. Anyway, I have a question. Just remind me how creepy whispering sounds. Are yeah. you sure it's not Osher Ginsburg? No, it's not. In this new season Why, of The does, Bachelor? Is that what it sounds like? Does Literally, it? when he tells someone he doesn't get a roast, you can barely hear the man these days. He's like, Carl, you didn't receive a no, roast. No, hang on a second. You're going to try it now. Carl. Nah, no. You didn't not. receive a roast. No, no. See, Laser if you're going to do it, you've got to go like this. Ladies, two of you are going home. Jimmy, you may enter the room. Rose is handed out. Blah, 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 Unless blah, 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 it was blah, the last episode last night blah, and the blah, girl blah. said, Halt, Jimmy. Build up. I know you're not going to give me a rose. Build up, build up, build up. Not paying attention to this series anymore because I'm sick of these kind no, of shows. Well, d- Comes to the end. Unfortunately, you didn't get a rose. Take some time to say goodbye to your fellow. People. A lot of them aren't this year. They've had enough. They just storm off. I know. I've had enough too. But double episode last night. No one knew it was coming. It was like watching a feature film of The Bachelor. Mm, it was unfortunately, a it could be the last series of it. That's why there was a double episode. Yeah, poor Jimmy. <laughs> hey, okay. you know what happened this week? What? It was census. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I did know what happened because... Desperado. Wait for it. Why don't you do your senses? Oh, Thank wow. You. That's not bad by you. Thank I'll you. give you a single clap. <laughs> anyway, it was census night. I'm going to give myself a clap. Thank you. Did you do the census on census night or prior? Well, I didn't do it. My parents did it for me. But so. did you not do your little section? I didn't do it. Oh. I It was done, but yeah. I didn't do it. Oh, well, you missed out because there were some very interesting questions Why? in the census. Why? Why did I have to ask so many personal questions? Well, this is my point, okay, because a question on the census this year is literally making couples consider divorce. Oh, okay. Now, obviously, you go through the basics, like, you know, what do you do for work? Where do you work? All that fun stuff. Yeah. But then there was a very controversial question, Bianco, which asked how many hours per week in housework that wasn't paid for, they had to specify non-paid mm. housework, do each member in the fa- in the family or the household do? Let's just say it's caused a bit of tension. I don't know what was put down for me because I didn't fill it out. So. Can you please text both of your parents now? I'd say probably check. little. 
<laughs> well, this is the thing. So some people have tweeted out their thoughts on the census for this year. <laughs> and this one is incredible. And it goes off the same vein of the um, housework where someone has tweeted, my husband put the lowest one for the cleaning and now claims he can't do anything else home-related this week because he reached the limit and doesn't want to make a liar on an official form. <laughs> uh, do you know what I reckon? I reckon that... Well, actually, I've just had an immediate response oh, to what we were just talking about. Apparently, 5 to 14 hours is what was put down for housework. That must yeah. be, I think, overall at our house. I don't think it includes... Oh, my God, you can't! Well, hang on. Or maybe that was... The way it, it's been sent to me, it's, it's mum said, five to 14 hours dad put. So I don't know whether or not he put that no, for it's himself. Per, it's per, yeah. So maybe he put... You've so, been put into special consideration I, being, like, in all the whole month, you do about 30 minutes. Yeah, you got the special right. And I'm reliably informed now, no, it wasn't... No, for, no I don't know what they're trying to say to me here. No, for dad. Thank you, to, Helen, for being okay. so prompt. Dad, I think dad put 14 hours for himself. Okay. Selfish, but fair. <laughs> but see how this can cause some issues? Well, it just has on air, live, interacting-wise. Well, someone else put, I'm living with my parents and all three of us put five hours or less. We got a robot vacuum upstairs and downstairs and a dishwasher, so we do very little. Uh, yeah. Would you argue that the robot also should be added to the census? Because it's working hard. Well, it doesn't have any sensors, so how can it be put on the sensors? Come on, you're going to give me uh, you that. You know what? Do you know what? That's uh, clap worthy. Good work, Carl. Yeah, a single clap. Thank only. you. In fact, I'm going to add the two claps together. So you get, yeah. Thank you. That's it. You Thank even you. did your own clap. Good for you. Yeah. Well, if you want to add to nah, it. No, don't want to make your head Not worth big. four? No. Nah, okay. But yeah, I want to know, how did you go in your household with the sensors? Do you know what's funny? What's that? I recall when I was younger, we did have a cleaning lady at our house for oh, a little while. Well, there you go. And they used to use a little spray can. I always remember it had the man on it. You know the cartoon man that's on the little bottle or something? I just recall smelling it and seeing it everywhere at my place when I was a child. Oh, there you go. It's called Mr. Sh. Mr. Sherbidee. We love Mr. Sherbidee. Carl's picked his phone up hoping. Mr. Sheen. Mr. Sheen. There you go. I thought it was that. Thanks. Helen is well and truly on it today. Good for you. She didn't tick the box of how many times she co-hosts the radio show. Yes. See, I put on mine. Uh, I forgot that at the end they ask if you can make your things public. And I said that I do some radio stuff. And I said part of my job description, I listed out all the new things. It's a relatively new gig. Yeah. And then at the end I said I look cute in headphones. And then <laughs> make it public. So whoopsie. So I look forward to my great, great, grandkids looking at it one day and being like, yeah, she looked good in headphones. I'd love to know when you've been caught off guard by branding. Ooh, okay. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but a little child, an Australian child, has got themselves in a little bit of trouble because they drank what they thought was a harmless can of Milo. Well, whenever Wait, you... they thought that they were drinking a hard... <laughs> I can't even talk. Hardless? How do you drink a can of Milo? Well, I've never seen a can of Milo in my life. Have you? Yes. Are you can. Australian? A can of yeah. I'm, to- I'm not talking about a little popper, popper, <laughs> little. What do you call them? Popper. What you push what? the a pod box, a juice box typey contraption. A- what? Have you 
seen Milo? <laughs> no, but what do you call it? Like, you know those little cartons? It's a cylinder and you get the spoon and you crank it. I'm trying to talk about the variations of Milo. Okay, you I've go and seen, go and go with I've Milo. I've never seen Milo in a can. What? Hang on, I'm going to get it up like right now. Like a can, like a soft drink can. Aluminium Not can. Like that. I know what Milo looks like. I I'm, don't know if you do. I do. So, wait, are you trying to say that you've never seen Milo in a soft drink can? Because a can I've seen Milo, Milo in a can. It comes in a can. Yeah. Contraption so thingy. So, that's why I'm confused. I'm talking about uh, what would look like a soft drink. Okay. So that was a really <laughs> unnecessary fight we just had. Yeah, please okay. continue. Um, let me just start that again. <laughs> so, and I, I don't action. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have never seen Milo in a soft drink can. You know what's so weird? What? Neither have I. Oh, see, I knew you'd be on the same page as me with this. Anyway, it, it seems that a child thought that they'd come across that. But um, got some news for you. It wasn't Milo. Milo, no. <laughs> Would you believe it? it was a, well, flavoured... Alcoholic beverage. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. That's not Milo. He will go and go and go, but no. So, anyway, it's resulted in a little brewery that decides to brew a -hmm. drink that could be mistaken as Milo, getting themselves in a little bit of trouble because a child consumed one of their products. Yikes. Anyway, to their credit, they've came out and said, look, we do deeply apologize for this, but this is not the only brand that we uh, imitate when it comes to our drinks. We have the Instagram logo. Was it close to the Instagram logo on our beverages as well? And a few others. Which is why I'm posing the question, when you have mistaken a brand for another brand, because it happens a lot. You might not look carefully or you yeah. might need a new script on your glasses. In your case, you probably need... Hey, now. Well, you have needed. They, they were looking really good this morning when I was wearing them. Thank you. Were they? Um, well, I think we should... Um, broaden this question and say, when have you mistaken a can for a can as well? Can you mistake a can for a can? Yes, you can. <laughs> I know you can. Can? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think brands. What am I confused Well, you don't necessarily have to say the brand, but I know that it's caught my grandma out a few times when mm. she goes to the supermarket. She buys what she thinks is the regular lemonade and then on closer inspection, oh. turns out it's the diet one. Damn. Like, I mean, what has gotten into people mm. to create diet lemonade? Oh, you know what I did recently without um, giving away the brand? I have, um, I was watching the Kardashians, actually. It's all good stories. Oh. And I saw one of them oh. eating an old childhood snack being um, string cheese. And it's really good for you. So I was like, I'm going to get back onto this. So I did. And I was having a great time with the string cheese. And then I went shopping and accidentally bought the cheddar version. And that was nasty. It tasted like feet. So that's probably the one that springs to mind. You finished? Yeah. This is Billy Eilish. She's happier than Edda. Edda? Edda? Can. <laughs> Cans. When have you canned a can? No, when have you mistaken a... Hey, Bianco. Something for something else. I think brand. this segment's in the can. This is Billy Eilish. I have mentioned on this show that um, my work situation's changing a little bit. And maybe starting a couple of different... A little years. bit. A little bit. Have you got some comments on that, Bianco? Not at all. <laughs> I would never. Anyway, I found myself this week um, sort of operating to a different different time zone in some ways. No, you wouldn't. I, last week, was doing working until about 12.30 in the mm. morning. 
In the morning? In the morning. Well, that's late. And this week, I had an alarm set for 3 a.m. Oh. And I would start work at 5 a.m. Other end of the day. And what I've realized from this week is, first of all, exciting new job. Second of all, if this work doesn't work out, I may have a backup career lined up. (laughs) Because I live in a household with three other people, three adults. Yep. And when my alarm went off at 3 a.m., Mm-hmm. I had to somehow manage to have a shower, get my breakfast ready, importantly make a coffee without startling or waking up any of the other members in the house. Mm. And I don't want to say that it's the new Mission Impossible, but I seriously think that if my new career doesn't work out, I could be an international super spy. <laughs> Just to put it lightly. Yeah. I seriously think, because my alarm, right, gets up, 3 a.m., and I go straight to their bedrooms, shut the doors, by torchlight on my phone, not a single light in the house is on at any time, aside from the bathroom, because let's be honest, if you were to shower in the dark, you're going to get murdered. Been Alfred there, Hitchcock. Done that. What? Done that. Uh, Showered in the dark. Oh, no. It's not really a fun thing to do. It's scary. No. So I have my limits. And then I had to really quietly go about my business without waking anybody up. And that also includes, which I started when we do our Monday show, when we leave a little bit earlier, reversing out of the driveway with not my full lights on. Can I just say, on Monday, I naturally woke up really early, even though we didn't have a show. I know. I'm really sorry we didn't, too. I'm sorry, too. Yeah, but we'll be back on Monday, hopefully. I mean, there was something that went to air. Yeah. Thankfully. And there'll be something going to air <laughs> next Monday. We don't know what that's going to look like yet, but um, yeah. But yeah, I seriously think that if someone needs, like, I mean, I know that my initials are KP and Kim Possible was a very prominent cartoon character. So what's the sitch now? Thanks, Wade. Um, I do look a bit like Wade. No, I reckon you're more, what was their friend, Ron? Rufus. No, Rufus is the naked mole, right? Uh. You can be that if you want. I'm not a naked person by nature, generally speaking. Just a mole, right. And if you catch me at the right, oh. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I seriously think that by the third day, I had it down to a precise, within an hour, everything was done, not a single person in the family was awake. I don't believe you. Yeah. It's a skill. And I almost feel like when we get out of lockdown, I feel like escape rooms, we're all kind of over it now, considering we've all been locked in rooms for like 18 months. This is the new way to go. Try to do an early shift start without waking up people in the house. An early shift start? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good English. Thank you. Very dangerous English, too. <laughs> Had to really emphasise that F. You know what? Well, they don't call you Catherine Powell for no reason. Pow, pow. Kapow. Good play. Yeah. So now I just need to, like, figure out how I'm going to do, like, the somersaulting and that stuff and wear, like, all black around. I'll give you some time to think. We'll go to a break and maybe you can come back to us with something after it. Right. Okay. Because okay. I could be the new cat woman. Well, I mean, you got the cat in your name, so it's a good start. Yeah, that's, that's why I said cat like that. Kapow! It's better than something else I suggested earlier in the year. Was it an abbreviated name for you? Yes. Sophie Alice Bexter. Let's try that again, Carl. Sophie Alice Bexter. Murder on the I just went, oh, I thought I'm going to try. <laughs> You can see the moment in your face too. You just start Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh no! I have blitzed that. <laughs> anyway, 
we're driving at home or we're keeping you company. We're just here. Yeah, we are. For a little while longer and then we might be here on Monday. Yeah, we might be. Fingers crossed. Well, I don't know about you, but I like to leave a mark in places I've been. You, what? When I leave them. Okay. Not necessarily a bad mark. But I like to, you know. I was going to say, my dog does that too. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't like sniff by a tree and then leave a mark that way, right? I'm not that kind of, you know, happy crappy type fellow. I'm talking. You're not even a happy Jackie type. I'm talking more along the lines of when you've, you know, left a good impression at a workplace in the past, or you've left something in a workplace and it's still there to this day. Oh, okay. This is good. A man who worked at a fast food outlet. For a long time, to the point where he actually became a manager, mm-hmm. did a little voice recording, which you actually can hear if you go to this restaurant that he used to work at. Anyway, he wasn't aware that they were still using the same voice that was his right now, at present, 14 years later. I saw this. This is great. So he worked, as I said, at a fast food restaurant, and in the drive through sometimes you're given instructions by a voiceover. Turns out the voiceover was still his voice. Fourteen years later. Mm-hmm. I mean Well that's gonna happen to us here, right? It's kinda happening to me elsewhere at the moment. Really? Yeah. I mean <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna it's it's I'm not trying not to brag about it, right? It's not a it sort of is a subtle brag thing, but I'm not trying to make it out like it is, if you know what I mean. Let's cue the brag. Anyway. On another radio station Sometimes, and I'm just saying this sometimes, because it is sometimes, <laughs> you might hear me. Oh. And I'm not talking about like how I'm conversing with you right now. It might be in a commercial. A commercial? An ad, if you will. I'm not revealing what it is or who it is. I can. No, you can't. 0404 000 <laughs> if you want the intel. No, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes you do leave your mark and you get caught off guard because, oh, that's me. You know yeah. when you hear yourself? Like, sometimes I actually do voice something on this radio station that you might hear. We are heard during the week on this radio station. We are heard, even when promo. we're not here. It's magic. We're here when we're not here. It's just the magic of things these yep. days. It's very magical. Have you ever done that? Have you ever left something in a workplace... Years ago. Like, I don't think I really left a good sort of vibe at the fish and chip shop. I'm just going to put didn't? it out there. No. I have one at the moment, actually. So, in my retail work, without going into it too specifically, <laughs> um, I once upon a time had a name badge. I also, once upon a time, when a- we went into our first oh. lockdown and it was looking uncertain as to whether or not I would still have said job, I may or may not have thought it was funny to take the name badge off and um, throw it across the store, filming it as a dramatic moment, like as a bit of comedy relief. Why? And I don't know where that name badge went. It's been 18 months. It's somewhere in there. I don't know where it is. And um, yeah, I I haven't seen it since. So that's my mark. I don't know where it is. Maybe at some point if someone else was to move into that lot and pull stuff apart, they might see it. But yeah, I have no idea. Can I just say, I think, right, the whole retail life that you've had, you've missed out on a fantastic marketing idea. What now? And it it really reflects on your personality when you talk about your job. You should create 
your own series of like appliances? Or, appliances? I work in shoes. Well, or like merchandise. Because what? Wear... For the Catherine Powell experience? No, no, no. The no, goodbye no. tour? No, no. I think you're going to love this, right? And this probably reflects on some people you've served over the years. You should have created merch that says, I'm with Shoopit. It's not too late for that. <laughs> Do you want to come into my work with like a little trestle table I and will. sell that? I actually will. It's not too late. This is George Ezra's shotgun. Something about a trumpet. I mean, I know I flog it a lot. Here we go. The whole liking trumpet. Here we go. It just adds that much more to a song. I just feel like we have hit a point in the road. We've been here, what, five years now at Southern FM as a show? Something like You've that. You've been here much longer. Um, Long I time. feel like we need to do a concert where you play the trumpet. That's not happening. Like one song, even if it's just like an Instagram live or something. Because you talk the talk, but I haven't seen a lot of walking. You've heard me play trumpet. Okay? You were like 11. There is that famous audio where I was younger and I played trumpet over a Nickelback song on another radio station. We should put that on the socials. It's on the socials if you look hard enough. Yeah, On our socials? Yeah, somewhere. Hmm. Somewhere a long time ago. And to be honest, I don't really want to dig up the audio again. It's in the past. You know what happens when you go into the past? It hurts. Oh. It's like you can't turn your neck. 360, so why look into the past? There are some moments where it's like appropriate, but are I'm Are you going to look back at doing this outro and regret that too, looking in the past? I'd like to think I've got a very positive outlook and I'm always positive. You've got a positive outlook and not a twisty neck by the sounds of it. I wouldn't mind a massage. You can't though. True. Isn't it? That's one of those things that you just can't do to yourself. You can't massage yourself. Imagine if you could. You can. Have you not seen those massage gun things? They look aggressive and they look like something else. I might talk about that on Monday if we get a chance to. Things you can't do to yourself that you have always wished you could. Anyway, on that note, have a wonderful 48 hours. We'll see you on Monday, hopefully, from 7 a.m. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Keep an eye on the exposure sites and, yeah, wear a mask. Bye-bye now. Stay home. Take care. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.